back to the podcast. I am your host, Janine Amapola, and I am here today with a very extra, extra special guest. I know I have a lot of special guests, but I feel like this guest is extra special. She's the most special. (laughs) 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 This is my roommate, Madison Pruitt, and just my best friend, uh, Christ follower, we do ministry together, we just... Do everything together. We literally do everything together. People always ask us, like, do y'all have any other friends? And we're like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> who needs uh, Who needs friends when I got married? <laughs> no, I mean, I do have friends, but it's... I feel like we just compliment each other so dang well. Yeah, we just get each other in so many different facets of life, like with yep. work, with ministry, just our personalities. Mm-hmm. I think our styles can be somewhat similar, even though we have different, like, st- we do have different styles, but we still complement each other in a lot of ways. Maddie, like, maybe people don't know who you are. Oh, yes. Who are you? Who is Maddie? Maddie is, I mean, like you said, I am a Christ follower. I am Janine's roommate. I am, I mean, I'm a speaker, I'm an author, I'm yeah, a writer, I don't even know, all the things, we do social media. She's a media, YouTuber now too. YouTuber, TikToker, Instagrammer. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. No, pretty much, we honestly do a lot of the same things. So we do. It's been, it's, that's why it's been so cool just living together and I feel like we feed off of each other. Totally. And we've learned a lot from each other, but yeah, I feel like that pretty much covers it. I'm yeah. extroverted. We're both extroverted, but we both really crave quiet, quiet slow morning time. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Mornings. And nights, I feel too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you guys, you know, follow follow both of us on Instagram, um, I feel like we both commonly get asked this question. It's like how to grow your faith, how to deepen your relationship with God, because I think a lot of people that are following us on Instagram, they look at me and Maddie, and they're like, "Oh, they've got it all figured out," you know. God loves them more because they read their Bible or like God has more favor for them or they're more blessed or why don't I get blessings or why, like, why don't I know God the way that they do? And I just feel like there's a lot of very hungry people for God and for the gospel, which we love. Like that's our whole ammo and our whole, is that the word ammunition is, or goal, I guess, is that mission essentially is to help people know their identity in Christ, to know the Lord, to help them give them resources, tools, hopefully through us and other things for people to know Christ more. But I think a lot of people might put us on a pedestal and be like, well, y'all have got it figured out. You're already there. How do I get there? Mm -hmm. And I think because we live together, we do ministry together. I've seen Maddie do this. She's seen me do this. And we kind of want to just kind of give you guys tips and advice and what we've done in our journey of like, how do you get to this spot where your faith is very firm? Why do why do we believe in God? Why are we even Christians? Why does this matter? Mm-hmm. And just having an open conversation on this. Yeah, I love that. And I definitely agree. I think that that's something that I probably, probably like one of my top three most asked questions is just like, how do I get back into my faith? Mm-hmm. How do I keep my faith consistent? Where do I start? Yeah, where do I start? What does like a day with Jesus look like? Like what right. are like just practical every day? Like how do I grow my relationship with God? So I think that this is a very important topic. And I also like to always note that we're definitely not perfect in this. And that's why it's been so great living together to hold each other accountable and call each other higher. And we'll talk probably on that a little bit of just the importance of surrounding yourself with other godly individuals and people to hold you accountable. But I also would like to note that so much happens in the private time. So much happens off the camera. So much happens behind the filters and behind what everyone sees. And that's what matters. Like that's, what's really building your faith 
then really growing yeah, yeah your character what you believe your convictions all of those things and so you know we give you advice uh you know, kind of based off of like what we do in right. like our off camera moments, you know, our quiet alone time, like Janine said, we really value like at the beginning of the morning, like at the beginning of the day, each day, like that's like our time yeah. with God. We're like, you will love you. Don't talk to me. We're pretty gonna- <laughs> much like we'll chat in the kitchen, but yeah. like y- you will never not see a morning in our house where worship music is being blasted either in the living room and right. her room, my room, something like we always start our day with the Lord, whether that's a Bible verse or reading some scripture or journaling or just simply worshiping him or just acknowledging God. I think so many people maybe look at Christians or look at faith as it's a one size fits all, or you have to do this in order to be a Christian or in order to have your quiet time. Cause I think social media can portray your quiet time has to be your candle lit and your coffee and your da da da. Like that's great. Like I personally love that so much. But it doesn't always look like that, especially when you're really busy people like we are. A lot of times when we're on the way to the gym, you know, we'll encourage each other. We'll listen to worship music. We'll have time to do that. And so it can look different. But I think just acknowledging God um, in the Bible says acknowledge God in all your ways and he'll make your path straight. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what we like to do is we really like to just carve out a little bit of time at least to spend time with him. Right. And it's in those still and quiet moments that you, like it also talks about in the Bible, like be still and know that I am God. And it's like, those are the moments where you are recognizing who God is, what God has for you, who you are in Christ. And so those are the moments where you're going to really discover those things. But I do love that you pointed out that it's not a one size fits all. Like we can sit here all day long and give you advice that I do believe actually would help you no matter what your season of life looks like, no matter, you know, where you're at, how old you you are, you know, what your job or your day looks like. I do believe that there are practical steps that can help all of us. But at the end of the day, our lives are different because we're different. Like our gifts are different. Our personalities are different. How we register things, how we process things, how we grow in certain areas and relationships, like all of that is so different. And so even as we're talking about what really works for us and how we've gotten to this point, just know, you know, it is kind of exploring that with Jesus and that relationship and figuring out, you know, what works like when I'm spending this time with God, when do I feel like I'm really walking away where I feel closer to him and I'm walking away and I, away and I feel like I've actually learned something and I've taken something away from this time with him. And I think that's what matters, whether that's, you know, like some people have five minutes in the shower every morning and that's like what they need. You right. know, some people spend an hour just like lock, like lock themselves in the room and just open up God's oh, word. Yeah. That's what they need. Like whatever works for you. I think figuring that out, um, we're big believers in just like starting off your morning and starting off your day with worship, prayer and God's word. And Um, even if that's just, I like to say even just the first 15, like even if you just have 15 minutes in the morning, maybe your schedule's crazy and, or maybe you have kids or maybe you're in school right now, full-time job or whatever, whatever, yeah, wherever you're at, maybe you literally only have 10, 15 minutes. I just like to say five minutes in prayer, five minutes in worship, five minutes in God's word. Like if that's all you've got, those 15 minutes will take you a long way. Completely agree. And I think something too, that you can never compare your relationship with God to someone else's because God designed you uniquely and intimately. And he, like, I don't think God speaks to all of us the exact same way. Now, of course you can hear God for everyone in the Bible, in the word of God. That is where we hear God, no matter what, like that is always where you should start is opening your Bible, opening the word of God. Because a lot of people are like, why don't I hear God? Why don't I hear God? I'm like, when's the last time you open up your Bible? 
because it says in the Bible that he is the word, like that's mm -hmm. what it is. And so, um, I would always just recommend, you know, open the word of God and maybe you're like, well, where do I start? Like, I love the book of John. I love Proverbs. I love Isaiah. I love any of the gospels. Um, what about you? I honestly was going to say the book of John or the Favorite. book of Ephesians, I think are two really good books to start off. But I always recommend starting with John or starting with Matthew, starting with one of the first four books in the New Testament, because those are called the Gospels. And that's going to tell you about the life of Jesus and who better to learn from than right. Jesus himself. And so I think it, it has amazing teaching. It shows you like Jesus's life and so much more. And so I just, I always think that that's the best uh, place to start. And I think John is a great place for that. And, you know, I, I would just also like to say, like, you know, maybe you're coming from a place where you didn't grow up, like, in a Christian home or, you know, you never were around people, like, where Christianity or Jesus or any of that was ever being talked about. Like, maybe that was always something that was weird or just unheard of. Yeah. And we, we totally get it. Like we, we were raised in Christian homes, but I think at the end of the day, like you do have to get to a point where it's you make choice. a decision yeah. for yourself and no matter where you're at in your journey, maybe faith is completely new to you. Maybe you've never, you know, ever even considered it. Maybe you are trying to get back into it or it's been a struggle or it's just been inconsistent wherever you're at in your spiritual journey. Just know you're not alone in that. Yeah. And like she was saying, like not all of our spiritual journeys look the same. Not all of our relationships with God look the same. Yours isn't made to look like mine because you weren't made to look like me mm -hmm. and we are all unique we are all made on purpose and for a purpose and you have a purpose and God has a plan for your life and it's not made to look like Janine's and it's not made to look like mine yeah and so what you take away from your relationship with God what you learn from that mm -hmm. how you grow in that all of that is going to look different but it's all rooted in the same thing and so I just hope that this is encouraging and this isn't like you're looking at this you're like oh dang it like I, I can't get there like yeah. I wasn't raised how they were raised and I don't have the friends like they have and I don't have this and I don't have that just know that you can start wherever you're at. Like you can make a decision today. I'm going to follow Christ. I want to get, like, I want to go deeper in my relationship with God. And then just like, and we're going to talk through some practical things, but just know that like, you don't have to have yourself all perfect and cleaned up and perfectly yep. put together to come before God. Like God takes you as you are, but he yeah. loves you so much that he wants you to become all that you were made to be. So he's going to continue to grow you, challenge you, push you, stretch you. And it might be a little uncomfortable, but it you're going to walk in, you're going to walk out it. your purpose. Yeah. And be all God's called you to be. Totally. And yeah, I completely agree with all of that. And I do think it's a journey because again, you can look at us and you can be like, well, that's not fair. You had an unfair advantage because y'all grew up in a Christian home. And I'm super, super thankful for that. Yeah. But again, it was a journey and it was something that I personally had to choose because I mean, I've shared this before, but like in college, I didn't fully walk away, but I was definitely teetering the line, definitely playing with the world, playing with God, you know, I was partying, drinking, doing all the whole thing, still thinking I could have my cake and eat it too, show up, showing up to church, hungover, that whole thing. And that never left me feeling good and satisfied. And I always felt convicted. And so I had to choose that for myself as to why do I believe this? Is this just my parents' faith or is this my own faith? Yeah. And then when I walked away from it, pretty much, I realized I was making all these poor choices and I was making all these decisions I started regretting. And I was like, this does not feel good and like mm -hmm. then I went back to the gospel and I was like this is where you tr you find true life and yeah. true joy and true hope and so I've tasted the world and I've tasted and seen that it is not good mm -hmm. but I've also now tasted how good God is and that's mm -hmm. why I choose it it's not just a religion for me it's not just something I feel forced to do it's not something that I feel like my parents shoved down my throat it's something that I'm choosing because I've seen 
the benefits and the true peace that I get. And that's what I want you guys to encounter because you might look at us and be like, okay, lucky you. Like, yeah, y'all were born into it, but I did have to choose it. And that's what I want to encourage you is it's not going to fall into your lap. It's not something that, you know, anyone can force you to do. At the end of the day, God gave us all free will Mm -hmm. and you have the choice to choose God or choose the world. And it can be very hard. You might feel like your soul is constantly being tugged because you have to remember that we are in a fight for our souls. We have the enemy over here or the enemy over here and God over here. And God's like, hey, come back to me. Come back to me. I love you. I have more for you. And the enemy is like, hey, don't walk into that church. Remember the last time you went there, you felt super condemned and judged and people made fun of you or that wasn't a really good feeling. Like don't walk into that church. Don't go to that small group. Don't read that Bible. The enemy is always going to try to pull you away Mm -hmm. and tempt you because he doesn't want you, you know, getting in the presence of God because the presence of God is where you find freedom and Mm -hmm. and true joy and peace. Yeah. And we were even talking to some of our friends the other day and I was explaining to them, I was like, you know, if following God and choosing to be a Christian and choosing to walk out this life as a believer and a follower of Christ, if it was just all about rules and religion and do's and don'ts and things that I can do and things that I can't do, and that was it, like, why would I want that? Yeah, that sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. Literally like, horrible. Why, why would I want that? And I genuinely believe that so many people have a distorted perspective of Christianity and what life with Jesus is like. Totally. And exactly how Janine just described it is the truth of how it is. You experience more freedom, more joy, more purpose, more life-giving relationships, just more contentment, more confidence. Overall, literally everything. Like imagine when you felt your best, like 10 out of 10, you're like, this is the best I've ever felt. Like it's not always roses and rainbows as being a Christian, but you're always like you, you have this undeniable joy and peace and And confidence and hope in all circumstances, no matter what's going on in your life. And so we were talking about this, you know, with some of our friends and I was just like, man, like that's something I just wish I could help everyone understand is that it's not about like rules and religion and these things that I can or can't do. It's like, no, like it's a relationship. And when I choose to walk with Jesus, like I am literally getting freedom. I'm getting joy. I'm getting peace. I'm getting hope. I'm getting confidence, identity. I know who I am. I'm not constantly grasping for other people or other things to tell me who I am. I'm not looking for validation in the world. I'm not hoping, you know, that someone will see how, how good I'm performing and they'll accept it and validate it and accept me. You know, it's like, no, I get to wake up every day and say, man, like I know who who I am. Right. Therefore I know who I belong to. I'm not looking for belonging. I'm not looking for validation. Like I get to just walk in confidence in that. And it really truly is the best feeling. And so I just hope that, you know, as you're listening to this, you don't feel like this is something we're like trying to like shove down your throat, but rather it's like, man, we have the good news and how horrible would it be for us to not share it and talk about it and explain like, you know, I've had so many of my friends who are not believers and I have friends who are not believers and people who do not believe, you know, what I believe whatsoever. And they've asked me, you know, how do you have so much confidence? Like, how do you have so much joy? Like, you know, you're in a situation right now where like I would have the life sucked out of me. Like how how are you able to just be so like sure of yourself and so at peace? And it's like, I get to literally be like, God, his spirit inside of me. Mm -hmm. Like, and I get to say that without even having to think about it for a second. I'm not sitting here having to be like, Oh, I had to do this and then this and then this and then this. It's like, no, literally it's, it's God. It's God's spirit in me. 
And I just think that that's why it's, you know, important just to talk about because we just want you guys to like, not necessarily be laying your heads down at night being like, is this all there is for me? Like, is this all life has to offer me? Am I every single day going to be like fighting and battling with the struggle of like, who am I? Why am I here? What does this world have to offer me? What do I have to offer the world? Like, those are questions that I promise you when you choose to like go all in with Jesus, get answered. Totally. I completely agree. She just literally popped off. (laughs) Seriously. And I think I love what you mentioned earlier, because I do believe that our world portrays Christianity as do this, do that. And so people think, okay, if I become a Christian, it's boring. It's Mm. lackluster. I'm prevented from doing whatever I want to do. I can't go out. I can't party. I can't date the way I want to date it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because it does call you to deny yourself and follow Jesus. But I promise you when you follow Jesus, as Maddie was saying, there's more freedom, more peace, more Mm. joy. And it's like, everything is just so flipped as to what the world portrays Christianity as. And what I wanted to read to you, this is probably one of my most favorite verses. And I just was reminded of this as we were talking. It's Psalm 19, seven. And it says that the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure and it's enlightening to the eyes. And the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous together. So I think, again, people are like, okay, rules, laws, why would I want to follow those? I want to do whatever I want to do. But when you see here, it says that they're perfect and Mm. that they revive your soul. And it says that the, the precepts of the Lord are rejoicing in the heart and they enlighten your eyes and they are enduring forever and they are much sweeter than, uh, than honey on your lips. And so it's when you flip the mindset and you flip the viewpoint of like, it's preventing me from fun. It's preventing me from this. I don't get to do whatever yeah. I want to do. The thing is when we do what we want to do, that's when we end up in situations where we're like, how did I get here? Yeah. How did I find myself in, in yeah. this ditch where I have shame and guilt and fear and condemnation? I'm, I have, you know, all these like regrets and stuff like that's never what God intended yeah. for us. Yeah. He intended for our souls to be refreshed and revitalized and restored mm-hmm. and to have all this joy and peace and hope. And I promise you, when you start opening the word of God, you start yeah. seeing that's who Jesus is. That's why he's worth following. He was not judgmental. He was kind. He was sweet. And it says in the Bible, the kindness of the father is what leads men to repentance. Mm -hmm. He's really, really kind. And when you start seeing that, you're like, dang, I want to follow him. And I love that you pointed on that because I think that again, when we have the viewpoint of you know, there's all these laws, there's all these rules, and we see them as almost like this negative, but we forget that rules are in place for our own protection Mm -hmm, for protection. Yeah. And I even think about it. I always love using this analogy because I feel like it's so relatable to what we all kind of can like picture just like very easily. But I always like to think about it from the perspective of, you know, one day when you are walking down the aisle to your person and you're walking down the aisle to your, um, to your husband, or maybe you're the guy and and your girl is walking down to you. Like you're not thinking in that moment, dang, now I'm, I'm committing myself to this person. So dang it. Now there's all these things I can't do. Like, darn, like now right. I can't go get with this person. I can't talk to this person. I can't just do whatever I want, spend however much money I want. Like now there's all these things that I can't do. 
No, like you're genuinely in that moment so excited to be joined and made one with this person. You're so in love with them. You're not thinking about all these things that you can't do. You're thinking about all these things that you're about to get to do together. And I just love to think about it from that perspective. And I think that that has really changed my viewpoint and mindset when I think about Christianity because I'm like, no, like that's what I want everyone to understand. It's like, no, when I get to partner with Jesus, there's all these things that we get to do together. Mm -hmm. And I'm so in love with him that there's just honestly things that like, I'm not even attracted to, like I'm not even interested in anymore. And of course there's still temptations I have to fight and choices I have to make that aren't always easy. And sometimes I mess up. I just think that's a really good point to look at it. And and even going back to like the rules and the things, you know, that are put in place for your protection, you know, even within the confinement of, of marriage, like it's like, okay, well, when you're married and you commit to each other, you know, you're committing to not be with anybody else. You're committing to be with just that person, right? When you m- make those commitments to each other and you say those vows, like you're committing to be made one, just you and that person together. No one else is in the picture. You and that person and God. And it's like, okay, well, if you have the mindset, like, well, forget that, like, whatever, I want to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get with whoever I want to get with. What is that? What is that going to do? That's going to hurt your marriage. That's going to hurt your relationship. That's going to end up hurting you end up hurting that person. And it's kind of the same thing. It's like, well, those rules are in place not to take away from you, but to add to you, to add Mm. to that relationship, to add to that marriage, to add to your ultimate, like, I don't know, like even just fulfillment in life and as a husband, as a wife, as a partner. And so I even look at it from that, that place too. It's like, you know, there's, there, there are certain standards. There are certain, I guess you could say rules or things that, you know, God's like, Hey, you follow this way, choose purity, choose love, choose, Mm. you know, to not be judgmental, to, to not condemn, to like choose these things. And it's like, that might not always be easy. And that might not always be quote unquote, the fun thing to do in the moment but it's for your betterment and it is for your protection that as you choose to do those things, not only is your relationship with God going to be strong, but also your like heart and you, who you are is going to feel strong. And just, I don't know, in my opinion, like that's when you feel like the best is when you're totally, I mean, like you said, the the laws are like perfect. And it's like when you're choosing to walk those out and like pursue those, it, you just feel, you feel better. That's such a good point. And it's, it does not come easy This comes, that's what discipline is. That's Mm -hmm. what all the training is for. And the Bible talks about like no training and no like purification seems fun at the time, but it it is for your betterment. And we, again, we're still sinners. We're not perfect. Like we have our own hangups and hurts and whatever. But as we've continued in our faith and walk with Jesus, it becomes easier and easier and easier because it's discipline. You're training yourself for godliness. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Bible says. Train yourself for godliness. And it's not like an overnight thing. It's not like I'm a Christian. All of a sudden, everything's great. It is the daily disciplines, the daily die to self Mm -hmm. to where I love what Maddie said. Those things become less appealing. Mm -hmm. And I remember in high school, that was my past. What my pastor said is he was like, as you fall in love with Jesus, the world becomes less and less appealing. And it is so dang true because when you taste God's goodness, you're like, Mm -hmm. dang, this is so much more sweeter. There's no shame and guilt and regret around this. And over here, yeah, that might be fun in the moment. And it sure is like, I know sin is fun, but 
but for a moment. Mm. And then instantly you're like, oh my gosh, you're so shameful. You start hiding. You don't want to tell anyone. You feel regretful. Like been there, done that. And again, just as you are dwelling with the Lord, you're seeking him. He always says, I think it's James 4, 8, draw near to me and I will draw Mm. near to you. As you're drawing near, you're spending time, you're praying, you're seeking, you're journaling, you're crying out to him, worshiping. He's not going to hide his face from you. And there might be seasons, of course, like even in our own walks with Christ, there's seasons where you're like, God, where are you? Why have you left me? Why are, why do I not hear anything? It's, it is a journey. There are seasons for, you know, certain things and seasons for other things. So you might be like, I'm grinding Janine and Maddie. Like, why is God not listening? But yeah. he's looking for faithful people. Will you still seek? Will you still continue to pursue and ask and pray and seek? Even if you don't hear anything, but he does promise because he does not bring a promise that he has never left you or forsaken you. And so just because you don't feel him or hear you, or he don't, he doesn't, you don't think he's hearing you. I promise you he's still there. Yeah. And it even talks about, you know, in scripture, like ask and you like seek and you will find like knock and the door will be opened. Like those are promises and God is not slow in keeping and fulfilling his promises to you. Like you were saying, like he is there, he is listening, even if you don't always feel it. And that's the hard thing is we're so often led by our feelings and emotions. And so when we don't feel something, um, we just don't even entertain it. Right. Or, or like we go off of our feelings and emotions and kind of like you were saying, it leads us to a place later on where we're like, how did I get here? And we have so much resentment. We have so much shame. We have so much guilt And that's why we can't just always trust our feelings. We can't just go off of whatever we feel. And it is that discipline. It is that you have to choose and make a commitment. Like I choose to follow Jesus. I choose even when it's hard, even when it's unpopular, even when, you know, I don't feel it. People make fun of you, whatever. Yeah. Like I'm going to choose it. So good. Okay. I know we're like (laughs) just going off. But I mean, these are just some things that some truths that we've found in our own lives And again, so y'all might again, look at us and be like, well, y'all have got it figured out already. And like, what do you do? What do you do? So let's talk practically. What do we do? Yeah, let's talk practically. And I love how we, we did kind of start off by saying at the beginning, you know, how much we value that private and alone time, um, in the mornings. And I know that that might sound like, okay, that's so like generic, give us something a little bit more, but honestly, like those are those are the most important times because I think so many of us value like the big moments that everyone sees, but really it's the quiet alone, private moments that no one sees where the building is happening, where, you know, the tools are being put in the toolbox where, you know, pruning, yeah, the pruning, the refining, the growing, like that's where it all happens. Like in the dark rooms, in the private where no, when nobody can see. And, and I think that that's so important. And we get asked all the time, like, how are you, you know, how are you able to stay consistent? How are you able to stay true to yourself? How are you able to do this, do that? And it's like, we, one, we can say, well, God's spirit in us, but two, Mm -hmm. because we're feeding that spirit, because we're spending time in the quiet and we're making, making that a priority and we're being disciplined in that. And so I just would challenge you guys to really, um, kind of look at your values, look at your priorities. Where am I spending my time? Who am I spending it with? What am I doing every day? You know, what am I consuming? What am I consuming? What am I putting in? Feeding myself. Totally. What am I looking at? It matters. Yeah. Yeah, and I think just, you know, with the whole concept of feeding, like, a lot of people are, are like, I just cannot overcome this sin. Mm-hmm. Why, why do I keep struggling with this? And I'm like, well, what have you been feeding? Like, mm-hmm. have you been feeding the sin? There's yeah. this whole analogy of, like, a cat, and it's like this little stray cat. And if you keep feeding the stray cat, what's going to happen? 
the cat's going to keep coming back and back and back because they're like, you formed a habit. Mm -hmm. And so if you're like, hey, I'm going to starve that cat, which sounds really morbid and horrible. (laughs) But if you stop feeding the cat, the cat's going to go away. They're going to go go find someone else. They're going to go find someone else. Exactly. So it's the same thing with sin. Mm -hmm. If you have like a lust issue or a masturbation issue, it's like, well, what movies have you been watching? What Mm -hmm. music are you listening to? Like, what are you doing in the quiet places? Because Mm -hmm. if you're feeding it, what you feed grows. Mm -hmm. And so we, if we want our spirits to be fed, what do we got to do? We got to feed our spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have the word of God is to feed our spirit. And so, um, and it is in the daily, the daily discipline times. And Again, we don't want to be like, we read our Bibles perfectly every single day. We have an hour with the Lord. Like, we're so pure. But we formed a habit to where it now becomes a habit and routine and a need. It's not out of obligation. It's not like, oh, I have to read my Bible. Like, I know there are seasons where it can feel boring. You don't always feel it. You don't want to feel it. But I think just read the word of God anyway, do yeah. something anyway to where you're like, even if I don't feel it again, it's not right. based upon a feeling. It's right. like, I just want to sit with the Lord and just read something in the Bible. Well, and it's our relationship with God. I mean, it's, it's the most important relationship, but it's just like every relationship in our life. Like you're going to feel closer with that person when you, what, when you spend time with them, when yeah. you spend time talking, when you spend time listening, when you spend time getting to know them, you know, like that's how a relationship grows. So how can you expect, you know, to feel close to God when you're not in intentionally carving out that time to do that and of course we don't wake up every morning I mean there's mornings where we wake up and we're so tired we're like so oh this my morning gosh. was a struggle it's a struggle and like we don't wake up with like butterflies of oh my gosh praise god I yeah get to, oh, I get legit. to come into God's presence today I wish that was the case <laughs> I wish I woke up and I was just like oh but <laughs> like no down. I mean sometimes <laughs> I wake up my hair is all over the place I got pimples on my oh, face I don't feel eyes. cute I'm tired I just want to sleep in you know but it is like creating that discipline just like working out just like other relationships in your life like there's sacrifices there's you know what you're feeding yourself matters there's you know where are your priorities where are your values like all of those things are going to come into place and it's like I said just like every other relationship and I think so often we just we see our relationship with God as it's like something so different like it's like no it's it's a relationship you know and in order for my relationship to with God to be where I want it to be and to be strong like I have to be spending that time with him I have to be talking I have to be praying I have to be listening I have to be reading God's word to know more about him to to also have it as like a guide of like how I should live and where I should go and how you know I think all that is so important and I think practically like we were talking about practically earlier I think just seeing it as like don't feel so overwhelmed like okay you look at your bible like here, hold up, like, this thing, this thing is thick, like, she's shoddy, shoddy, thick. <laughs> shoddy's thick, and so when you look at it as a whole, like, that seems extremely it's overwhelming, overwhelming. you're like, where do I start, where, right. where, where do I go, what do I do, how much do I read, should I memorize the whole thing, like, it's extremely overwhelming, yep. and so I always like to say, just like if you haven't worked out, say you haven't worked out in a year, don't go to the gym and do every single workout right. that you can every possibly machine. do, every single machine, stay in there for five hours, no, start small and be consistent. That's the best advice I can give people very, is start small and be consistent. Start, like we said, start in the book of John. It's in the New Testament. Start in the yeah. book of John. They're not that long. And it's not that long. Read one chapter a day. Just right. one chapter a day. It's super like easy to follow. Just it'll have a one. Just go through it. And read it's in that chronological chapter. order. Like it's yeah. like you're just reading a little story and it's easy and Sure, there might be things where you're like, I don't, understand. I don't understand what that yeah. means. But there's so many resources, like the Bible Project. Um, there's Blue Letter Bible apps. So many other resources that yeah. help you 
understand the Bible. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just think, yeah, this is where we find For life. Sure. And I preach that all the time yeah. because it's true. And when times get rough or when you're feeling opposition, or you're feeling depressed or you're feeling anxious or stressed out, this is, again, this yeah. is where you find. Your rock. If you're listening just to the audio, I'm holding up the Bible. This <laughs> oh, is, yeah. I forgot. Like, this is audio form, too. This is where you find everything. The yeah. answers, the solutions, the hope, the peace, the joy, mm-hmm. the rock, everything. It matters. And so, you know, maybe you're like, okay, I have no one in my life doing this with me. You know, I've been there. I've done that. I feel the same thing. But it starts again in the quiet place. So you don't mm-hmm. need necessarily other people to walk this journey with you. Now, it does help yeah again you can start your having your own relationship with god and i think that's what matters first and foremost but as you're trying to grow who you surround yourself Mm -hmm. with is going to massively shift and shape this walk with christ that's why like i chose to live with maddie and vice versa because i was like i want to live with someone that's going to sharpen me refine me call me higher call Mm -hmm. me out on my bull crap (laughs) so i can guarantee you there's some bull crap i've done in my life and someone i can be like maddie i'm really struggling with this i you know this old sin pop back up whatever Mm -hmm. And so get involved in a church, yeah. find a church, stick with that church, be consistent, get in a small group, serve, mm-hmm. attend, show up because that's the first step you can do is just, all right, let me find the church and let yeah. me start showing up and being consistent with that. Yeah. And I remember a season in my life when I was in college and I just, I remember I came into college, you know, with this expectation, okay, I'm going to find all my bridesmaids. I you know I'm going to find all my best <laughs> friends. And, and I was just like, you know, I was in a sorority, I was looking around campus and I just was like feeling a little discouraged. I was like, I don't really know that we're, we're living the same way. I don't really Mm. know that we have the same vision and goals and I don't feel closer to Jesus, you know, when we're hanging out and just was really struggling. And I just remember having this moment where I was like, okay, I I made a decision. I was like, I'm going to go all in with Jesus. And in that moment, I was like, I need to start distancing myself and cutting off certain negative relationships, toxic relationships, people that maybe not even negative or toxic. Like they just weren't feeding my spirit. They weren't like helping my character. They weren't pushing me closer to the Lord. And in that season, like I wasn't strong enough and steady enough to be surrounded by those kinds of people. And so I took the time to distance myself from those people. And honestly, like that was an extremely lonely season for me. Like for Mm. about six or seven months, I remember it was literally me and God, like me and God. And that's it. I would come home after class. I would Mm. literally just read the word. I would just sit in my dorm room. I would pray, worship, watch some friends. I would literally (laughs) just like, that was all I had. And every single day, same thing, same thing, same thing. Uh, My grades were great because I was spending (laughs) a lot of time studying. And I just remember, you know, I I felt I was at a point where I was like, okay, like my relationship with God is like, it's strong. And I just remember God kind of laying on my heart, like go out and find some, some good people to walk this out with. And so I like how you kind of referenced this earlier. Like, it's not going to just be handed to you. Same with relationships in life, same with godly relationships. It's like, you're not going to just have, I wish it was like this, but you're not probably going to just have someone just show up at your door and be like, Hey, want to be friends? (laughs) Like, I wish that was the case. But the truth is, is like, you know, people probably aren't going to just show up at your door and just be like, Hey, let's go to church together. Let's be friends. Like you have to seek out that community. You have to put yourself out there. And it is a little bit awkward. It's uncomfortable. It takes time. It's like, Oh, do I really trust this person? Yeah, totally. We get it. Like I had hardly any Christian friends in college. And that's why I was such a mess in college was because I didn't surround myself with good people. And so it freaking matters. And that's also why I created the abide tribe. So you can Mm -hmm. find girls in your city. Like I really encourage you go on that Facebook page, 
you know, post where you live, find girls, go to church with girls in your city because yeah. I've seen tons of girls do this and they're finding friends and they're finding other godly girls or men or whatever, but mainly girls because it's only for girls. Yeah. Um, and just take advantage of that. But I do know that there are seasons where it is lonely, but sometimes being a Christian, mm-hmm. it's lonely. Yeah. And that's just being a Christian because when you are called to look different, when you're called to be set apart, when you're called to not look like the world, you're going to be lonely sometimes. Yeah. And there's going to be some people that are questioning you or being like you're super weird or what the heck or why are you doing that or why are you not sleeping or why are you not drinking and it's part of just like part of being a christian is just being misunderstood Mm. and being completely okay with that and so many of us the truth is if we're being honest with ourselves so many of us lower our standards and what we look for in relationships and in friendships because we don't want to be alone we don't want to have to face Mm. our own struggles our own fears our own emotions and do it and battle it alone we would rather be around people who pull us down drag us down make us feel worse just so we don't have to be by ourselves yeah and that's just the truth and I hate I hate that it's like that but it's true and I had to learn in that season man I have to sometimes I have to make some hard choices and I'd rather be close with God walking alone than with a bunch of people who are pulling me away from God Mm. and so I think sometimes we have to make those hard decisions but also there comes a point where you have to step out and seek out godly community and put yourself in an environment for success you have to put yourself in an environment to find those kinds of relationships like Janine was saying whether that's serving at a you know an organization or nonprofit nearby serving at your church getting plugged into your church finding a small group whatever it is going to the abide tribe Facebook group like doing something to put yourself out there to find godly life-giving relationships and it's going to make all the difference like I remember in that season and I got to that point. I was like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there. And I remember I showed up at this small group and it was extremely overwhelming. I almost didn't walk in because I did not know a single person there. There were like 80 cars outside this house. I did not know anyone there. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so awkward. Like they're going to ask me like, you know, what my life goals are. And like, if I know how much scripture I know, like I was like so nervous and, and I'm a very extroverted person. I usually don't get nervous and it was like really hard for yeah. me. And so I know that that's probably something that is really hard for you guys, but I'm telling you, I left that small group with one of my best friends who's going to be in my wedding this, like to this day. And it changed everything for me. Like wow. it literally changed the trajectory of my life yeah. because in that moment I was like, I'm not alone. I have someone, even if it's just one person, I have someone walking out this purpose and calling with me and who's going to like have high standards with me and do life with me and push me to the Lord and keep me, hold me accountable. Like it just made the biggest difference. And so know that there might be some seasons where you have to distance yourself. It might be a little lonely. It's going to be worth it, but there also are going to be seasons where it's going to require you to step up and go like get a little uncomfortable, whether that's like stepping into your purpose, whether that's finding godly relationships, like there's going to be some seasons of uncomfortability. That's so dang good. And I think, yeah, like sometimes the the quality of your friendships is more valuable than the quantity of your mm-hmm. friendships. Yes. Truly. I learned that the hard way too, because I remember in college and even like a little bit after college, I was, I had a ton of quote unquote friends, mm-hmm. but then I look back and I'm like, what? Like none of those people really called me higher. I was constantly partying with these people, whatever. And so I did the same thing. I cut off a ton of people and I started yeah. changing my playmates and my playgrounds and I started finding some quality people mm. and it started off small, of course, but then it grows and grows and grows because you start meeting one believer, then you start meeting the next and they're like, Hey, come to this Bible study, come to this worship night, mm-hmm. come to this. And it literally, your apps are, it changed my entire life. Mm-hmm. It will change. There's a saying, I've said this before, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yep. It matters. Yes. And I know it's not easy, but it does take, you know, you being bold and stepping out and being like, I'm going to choose this because they're not going to fall into your lap. Yeah, absolutely. 
And I know we're getting, you know, ready to, to wrap up. And I just kind of want to, like, we were talking about how we want to <clears throat> really offer some practical things. Because I know a lot of times it can be overwhelming when you're just hearing, like, you know, go this, find friends. this, this, yeah. this, this. And it's like, okay, great, but what do I do? Yeah, and I'm drowning. Yeah, help, <laughs> like, actually, like, walk out, like, walk it out with me. And so I just want you to know, like, we are, even though we can't physically be there and, like, link arms with you, just know that from a distance we are literally, like, we're not looking down on you. We're not teaching at you or telling you, preaching at you, telling you what to do. Like, this is literally, we're coming up beside you we're linking arms with you and we're saying let's do this thing together and I think sometimes it is all about just like taking that first step and so I would like to say you know one I would say like just a couple practical things kind of re like touching on what we were just talking about is valuing that private time valuing that alone time with God that's where you're going to discover who you are and what you believe all day long like those moments matter and so be intentional and be disciplined with creating and finding that time and then I would just say after that, just be like, start small, but be consistent, you mm-hmm. know, like whatever that looks like for you. Maybe that is like stepping out and finding a friend. Maybe that's joining a church. Maybe that's, you know, reading your Bible every single morning. Maybe that's getting a you devotional, know, yeah, getting a devotional, swapping a out prayer. what podcast you listen to, yes. swapping out what TV shows you're watching, yep. like doing things that make you look more like Christ. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, be holy as I am holy. Yeah. And so it's like, what can I do? God to be more holy and being holy does not mean you're righteous you're self-righteous that you're like i'm perfect i'm like god it's we're just called to look like god and Mm -hmm. so what do what makes you look more like christ do what things draw you near to christ and don't do that out of of obligation or guilt but do it just because you're simply like god i want to know you i want to love you i want to look more like you so what can i do to do that every single day Yeah. And just be consistent in that. Like that's the only way you're going to be able to grow. It's going to be really hard to see any kind of growth Mm -hmm. in anything that you do. If you're just going off your feelings, if you're just like, Oh, I feel like doing it today. So I'll do it today. I don't feel like doing it tomorrow. So I'm not going to do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll probably do it a week from now. Like, no, like start today, be consistent, start small and just watch like how far you get. Like even though it seems like just a little bit every single day, you're going to look back like, I don't know, a month, a week, a year. And you're going to be like, Oh my yeah, God. You'll see this Who like, was that you'll see this like mountain behind yeah. you that grew because you chose daily yeah. to be obedient and obedience is so blessed by the oh, Lord. Amen. It's we so love true. obedience. It's so true. <laughs> hard to do though. But it is it? hard to do, but it's all, it always comes with a blessing on the other mm-hmm. side. And then I would just say third is, you know, finding that, that godly community, finding life giving environments, yeah. um, is so, so important. And I think all of this is going to play a role in just that consistency that you're longing for in your relationship with Christ. Um, and so th- those would be, you know, some of my practical tips that, you know, I just, you know, that we believe in that we try and practice every single day and that I just would, you know, offer you. And there's probably, I don't know, a million more that we could. So many know. more. <laughs> yeah. And I've have, I have other podcasts on this that you guys can check out. Yeah. Um, one's like how to know the gospel mm-hmm. and then one's on how to grow your relationship with God. I have a YouTube video. I know Maddie has a YouTube video mm-hmm. as well on this. So make sure you guys check out our channels and Instagrams because we're constantly posting things yeah. that are to help y'all right. encouragement, advice, Bible scripture, all mm-hmm. that stuff, because that's our whole goal is to help people know Jesus more because it really matters. And we just both have such a heart and yeah. a passion for women and just people in general, just to know Jesus and know their identity. Yeah. And, and we just, we just talked on, we just said, you know, we have like YouTube's on confidence. We have YouTube's body image. on yeah, body image Comparison. and how, how to read your Bible. Like all kinds of different things. And so this, you know, of course is a little bit more of a generic overview and just encouragement, hopefully to you, wherever you're at. But we also understand that, you know, maybe your distance from God is based on a very specific issue or thing that you've been battling. Um, and so I know that there's a lot of different, you know, podcasts and YouTubes that we've done that have been able to hopefully target some of those specific issues. 
Yeah. And the last thing I think I want to say is just that God is not mad at you. Mm -hmm. He's not mad at you. He's not disappointed in you. You're not too dirty, too messed up, too shameful, too far gone, too far anything. Like you, you are his child. He loves you and he's calling you back. And this is your sign of him being like, Hey, come back. I know you've done this. I know you've done that. I don't care. I already forgot that sin. There's no shame that says in the Bible, there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. I just read that this morning. So there's no condemnation. Of course, he's convicting Mm -hmm. you because he's calling you higher. He's calling you out. And he's like, come home, Mm -hmm. come home to your first, your true love. And so don't think that you're too dirty or too messed up or whatever you're going through is like, but guys, you don't know what I've done. And you're absolutely right. We don't, but that doesn't mean that you're like, you know, immune from the gospel or that you, you can't still have the gospel. Like the gospel is still for you and the gospel means the good news and there is still good news and hope for you. Mm -hmm. And so just know that there's grace and there's love and you're covered and he still wants you and he still chooses you and you're still his child. But now you have the choice. Like we're placing the the ball in your court court to say, okay, will you, will you dribble this ball? We've been dribbling and now we want to pass the ball to you and be like, this is your choice now. Yeah. And we're in this together. You're not alone. We believe in you. We're praying for you. Just know we prayed over this podcast. We prayed over every single person who's listening right now. Maybe you've never been prayed over before. You're like, oh, that's crazy. Like (laughs) it's, but prayer is powerful y'all. And you're not, you're not alone in this. And just know that, just know that you're loved not only by God, but by us and by others. And you know, we're here for you and we are going to continue to just cheer for you and pray for you and believe in you. Amen. (laughs) We hope this helped you guys out so much. Please let us know if it does. If you know that one of your friends or a parent or someone needs to hear this, please share this with them. Mm -hmm. If we can be a resource or a light or a help in any shape or form, we'd love to do that. Um, Feel free to check out both of our Instagrams, Janina Mopola, Maddie Pru. And we love you guys. We're in your corner. We're constantly praying for you, rooting for you guys. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of Happy and Healthy. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Oh, and thanks to Maddie for being on the podcast. (laughs) Love y'all. Love you guys. Bye.